This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I am Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined by Hi Goldstoff and Abe Unger at Intersoft Associates. And uh, guys, we've been talking a lot about making sure that we have the right people on our team, making sure that we're asking the right strategic questions, making sure as, as high as you like to say that one plus one equals three, meaning we put the right minds in the room and uh, we put the right experiences on the table so that we're creating the best thing. But I'm wondering, once we get to that point, what are some steps that I as a business leader can be taking so that I'm not having to revisit this uh, in a large scale, sort of big scope kind of way two years from now, three years from now, five years from now? Is it uh, about programming languages? Is it about uh, uh, platforms and making sure that I'm not becoming outdated? Is it about my team and the people around me making sure their skill sets stay up to, to snuff? Abe, let me start there. What do you think uh, are some things, some sort of tactical, practical ways that I can feel confident that what I'm doing now is going to kind of be future-proof or at least pave the way for smoother uh, sailing down the road? So, sure. The, the answer to your question before, by the way, was yes to all. And the, the, the concept is one yes of, to all or call us. Those are usually the yeah. two. <laughs> well, you, you do it very well. So, yes. <laughs> um, but you're building a foundation. Technology is, is never going to last forever. That's the way technology works. It's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. And there are new things that didn't exist years ago that you can potentially use to take advantage of data analytics. Things let, that let me interrupt, you know, as a, um, uh, as an example, um, uh, one of my colleagues looked at one of the recent uh, posts that we had and he, he emails me back. Great. What's a fax? Mm. So, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Abe. So, yes, as, as that goes to technology, it's a constantly evolving thing and, and it's going to change. And in terms of business, you know, Hardware is going to be become outdated. New things are going to be out there. So you definitely need to have a feel or your finger on that pulse to understand what is happening, what's going on. And not necessarily you yourself as the business owner. You're not going to be the one who's going to be keeping up on latest trends and technologies necessarily to know what all those details are. That's where you need that team. You need those people behind you who understand what's out there. But if you've built a foundation that's stable that's going to follow through with whatever technologies you ultimately have to use. So yes, you may have to tweak something in a number of years, new components come out and the components you're using may not work in newer browsers, let's say. But if the foundation is sound, then that's simply a translation, a little bit of an, a, a, a change. And that's the way you know software evolves and that's what's gonna happen. But it's really understanding. And the other thing is, as we said before, is, are you meeting your needs? Are there areas in the business that you're are not being uh, the, the software is not helping you with, or it's not giving you enough information, or it's not giving you certainly correct information? But even if it is correct, but it doesn't help you in making future decisions, that's where, as a business owner, you're looking at things, saying something is missing here, something is off. Where is that problem? And then you can go back and look at that, and that may be either some data that's missing or not there or not being processed. Or, yes, maybe a new technology, some artificial intelligence that might help you in making some of those decisions by analyzing data 
differently or looking at things in a different way or different perspective that you haven't taken into account yet? One of the things that we do is um, software evolves. What the various vendors, what they provide evolves. And, and sometimes, you know, they're, they're sunsetted. Um, Microsoft uh, made a big play on, on some technology called Silverlight. And they, this is a number of years ago, and they really, really, um, you know, promoted it. And it was, you know, good for what it did. But then all of a sudden, it was no longer, I mean, they were going to stop supporting it. It didn't do what it expected it to do, so they stopped supporting it. Oddly enough, we had a client who had just had some software developed uh, by a, a fairly reputable uh, software firm. Um, they were never told that, and Microsoft already announced that that's dead man walking. So they, they, they were never told. And the problem was that they were gonna go out and use the software on iPads. A, it's not supported on an iPad, and B, you know, so that's just a matter of asking. And, and interestingly enough, we didn't get the business originally. And I offered, if you have any questions, feel free to ask, no charge. They never offered that. And when they came back to us, you know, their jaws are open. But, you know, uh, and they were, they, were, they were a startup. They were trying to get funding, which they got. Um, anyway, ultimately, uh, it's also staying away from the... Um, from the new from the new girl in town, uh, there are all of these platforms. Not platforms, but um, well, I'll call it platforms. Abe can give me the right word to, to do you know software so at rapid software uh, development. Do things quicker, things like React or whatever it might be. And these things come and go, and they're updated. Um, we try and stay away from those uh, wherever we can, and we've built our own own software stack it's not a react and again i don't i don't recall the others um we built our own software stack so that we can control what happens using the using the base java and javascript elements you know using the base elements and if i'm speaking incorrectly technically um that's why abe's here among other reasons um so you know so we we, we try to avoid those now that's from years and years of experience Knowing that things can go in and out, and that that is not within our control, we do use tools, but those tools we can easily replace those tools with another one, which allows us to do certain things from a visual from, from a visual point of view. And this vendor, you know, they they sell these; they have to keep it up to date and sell subscriptions. And they've been we've been using them probably for 15 years, maybe longer, which is longer than Silverlight's. Um, uh, time on this world mm. so it, it's knowing what to avoid to avoid you know the, the new uh, you know pretty co-ed or uh, the new uh, high school quarterback and you know deal with what's you know what's stable and, and will continue to work is aware is powered by intersoft associates your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues reduce costs and streamline work processes with the right it solutions intersoft associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run visit us at intersoftassociates.com it's a, it's a really good illustration. I can remember uh, Silverlight was a sort of competitor to Flash, which was Macromedia right. and then Adobe. And there was a time in the heady 
uh, early 2000s when everybody's website was built with Flash. And then they were building some really sophisticated, even e-commerce. YouTube was mostly driven by the Flash um, video codec. And uh, when iPhone came out, that all started to crumble very quickly. Part of what I'm hearing you say, both of you, is that uh, if all this technology can change, but the constant has to be almost a culture of, uh, is it curiosity? Is it a culture of um, investigation? Because as, as you've said, I'm not a technologist. I'm a business leader. I'm a CEO. I'm an executive, whatever. But I got to have the right people on my team who aren't just chasing flashy, shiny objects, but who are asking the long-term questions or positioning me for the long-term success. How do I develop or build those relationships high? Um, one thing is being intellectually uh, uh, curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, you know, that's one of the, one of the criteria for hiring people, uh, people that are intellectually curious and are always, you know, always want to learn um, and, and keeping up on what's going on, speaking to colleagues, you know, if we're going to develop software, we've got to understand processes. We've got to understand the technology. And it's, you know, it's, it's speaking to those people. Uh, software is going to change. And being prepared uh, when, it, when that change does come. Um, Microsoft uh, recently announced a change to their um, .NET environment. And now they, you know, they used to be uh, .NET framework up to what, 4.7 or 4.8 right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, now they have .NET Core. So, you know, there there are changes and we always look at what's the ideal way uh, to incorporate that when, when we have to. Uh, is there a hybrid way to do it? And that just requires the intellectual curiosity and understanding what's out there and how we can help our clients and certainly, you know, our, our, our future clients uh, cross that divide easily and minimizing risk. And Abe, I think latest a lot is of not it, necessarily greatest. What's that? The latest is not necessarily greatest, but that doesn't mean you disregard. But there's that concept of, you know, like .NET Core, when .NET Core came out, we looked at it. Was that going to work for our clients? How is that going to work? It's not ready yet. Let's wait a little while. Let's see what it's doing. Do some proof of concepting internally so that when the time comes, I can go to our clients and say, this is new technology. This is going to require some changes. These are pieces of software that are going to be affected. This is how it's going to affect what has to be done in the future. And there's sort of a roadmap. How are we going to get from point A to point B um, with the least amount of disruption? That's really what we're doing by understanding what's out there. So it's that curiosity, knowing what's available out there and understanding how to use that. And because there's new JavaScript languages, there's new frameworks, everything coming out all the time. That doesn't necessarily mean you should go with it, but you should at least be aware of it. And that's where that technology department has to really understand or be curious to understand what's going on in the world to know how that's going to affect you. You know, it's, I'll, I'll, paraphrase a Winston Churchill uh, comment, you know, uh, beauty or handsomeness is fleeting, smart is forever. Mm. Um, it may not be, it may be good now, but it, but it may not, but it more than likely won't be good down the road. Working smart will always help you properly, knowing when to use something that's brand new and when, and when not. I feel like a lot of this is, gets back to some of that conversation we've had about uh, strategic thinking. If I'm just a developer, just a programmer, just a technology kind of centered person, then uh, I'm a hammer and everything is a nail. 
And, and part of what I hear you guys saying, Abe, is you have to ask a lot of questions and have kind of a roadmap, a strategic roadmap of solving and answering business demands and challenges, and then working backwards from there for the technology. And if you can do that, maybe that's the constant, then the technology almost inevitably fills in where it should, not instead of working the other way around. Is that accurate? Correct. And that's where we pride ourselves. It's not just zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's a lot more to it. Yes, someone's got to write that code. Someone's got to put that onto a piece of paper or code and do that. But that's not what it's all about. It requires a lot more behind the scenes. And, and certainly, if you've got um, you know, if you've got a small team, especially, um, your your range of experience is limited, and it really by tunnel vision because you're not looking at everything. You don't have a you know, you've got one client, uh, which is the company you work for with one problem, with one set of technology, and you may know that, um, but you're not familiar with everything else that's going on. A larger organization where, you know, where people are collaborating all the time and, you know, people are working in in different technologies or different flavors of the same technologies, uh, they're all learning. And then again, becomes one plus one equals three plus another one equals four and a half or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, you're able to collaborate internally and come up with the best solutions and, and you, we increase our own internal intellectual capital that we can then uh, use to support uh, people who call us, people who need our help. I feel like that's a, uh, it kind of brings to mind the, the idea of an ancillary, a complementary skill set. Um, so we can engage, you know, Intersoft Associates uh, alongside our core development team, our internal team. And we can leverage the both of the best of all those things. Maybe you've got a really, you know, young and hungry programmer developer in there, um, and your seasoned expertise can kind of come in, mix that up, and the outcome can be greater than the sum of the parts. Is that is that true? High is that a way that we like to work? Absolutely, it's a way that we can work and have worked. And what it does also, it maintains continuity. If you've got one or two programmers and somebody leaves, mm. you don't you don't have the proper documentation. And, uh, and and you're really left in a lurch and, and until you, uh, you know, correct the problem, hire somebody, bring them up to speed, uh, coming to, you know, coming with any organization, certainly one like ours, uh, the continuity and the, doc- and the proper documentation uh, is real important. And, you know, if someone critical to the technology uh, stack in your organization leaves, it may be a bump in the road, but, you know, th- those you know, th- those only last for a little bit, and then everything else will be running as smoothly as uh, as a as a twelve cylinder engine. So, uh, so that's really important. And and we take the processes we've you know we've uh, learned and 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 um, and implemented in the Fortune five hundred companies uh, using the better part of Sarbanes Oxley and and other you know, and, and other um, frameworks. Uh, to make sure that you know you, you're, everything is put together properly, you know the proper way to d- release software. You know, uh, you know, someone coming. We don't need no stinking quality assurance. Let's just, you know, let's just uh, release it and see what happens. You know, we don't do that, and it's worked over the last thirty some odd years. Talk about future proof, Abe. I mean, having a through point. So that uh, because I think that's a great uh, call out from from high, which is sometimes what's getting in your way, what's sort of limiting your ability is that the key 
gatekeeper left. The person who knew all the things is gone. And now you're going to end up with legacy or deprecated or something just because you don't have whatever. And when you've got a team that can sort of ride those waves, uh, you've solved that problem. Even yep. something as silly, but real important, key passwords. Yeah. You know, that person's got them all and you've got to, you know, you've got to scramble to try and get them and know where they are. And we've seen issues that happened to Microsoft. I think it happened to Microsoft. One of their sites expired, you know, and they, you know, they had to go re-register it, you know, for Microsoft, they'll, uh, they'll do that, you know, for uh, ABC contracting, not so much. So, uh, you know, the little things like that, you know, to know where that happens and create a sustainable process where somebody leaves, we'll still get the emails when that, um, when these, when the registration of that site is about to expire. Guys, great conversation. I think it's, uh, I really like this thinking of kind of the common thread, the common denominator, and Intersoft Associates is a great place uh, for that to be. But more of this idea of future-proofing your uh, your technology by not just thinking about the technology, but the strategies, the business case, and the people involved uh, to keep that um, to keep that future-proof, as we like to as we like to say, which is tough to do in such a dynamic. Uh, environment as technology which you know two days ago was outdated so uh, great <laughs> conversation thanks so much guys looking forward to our next time thanks for joining us for is aware and a special thanks to our subscribers consider becoming one today is aware is powered by intersoft associates who believes the more you know about your it the better visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business